It's not easy to predict the future of technology, but here's a prediction you can take to the bank. The future will mean more high-speed wireless connectivity. In the past few days, an Ottawa-based company has announced a multi-billion dollar deal that will forever change internet connectivity in Canada and beyond. The deal will also mean hundreds of new jobs in Ottawa-Gatineau. What's the big news? Look to the sky. There's your hint coming up on this episode of Techopia Live. I'm Michael Curran from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to another episode of Techopia Live. This is a regular podcast from OBJ that features executives from next generation technology companies. We want to shine a spotlight on the up and comers and we want to keep you updated on the big established flagship companies in Ottawa, all with a goal of keeping the tech sector informed and connected. Well, we've got a great guest lined up for you today. Not only is is he one of Ottawa's most high-profile tech CEOs and an OBJ Board of Trade CEO of the Year in 2019, I also think he's provided us with the biggest local business news story of the summer here in Ottawa. Just days ago, this Ottawa-based company struck a deal valued at almost $4 billion Canadian that promises to radically increase internet connectivity in Canada and beyond. Now let's welcome our guest. Here is the CEO of Telesat, Dan Goldberg. Hey, Dan. Hey, Michael. Great to see you. It is nice to see you too. Thank you for say, taking some time to uh, to explore this really exciting news, Dan. I think it's the biggest news headline uh, uh, in the local business community of the summer. So I'm anxious to uh, to get into this uh, with you. But Dan, uh, tell us that's been around for over 50 years, 54, 55, I believe. Just give people, as we start this interview, a little bit of context on what Telesat is today, and specifically maybe make reference to what low Earth orbit satellites are and why they're relevant to this discussion. Yeah. Okay. Well, and Michael, thanks for having me on today. Um, so Telesat, we're one of the largest satellite operators in the world today. We have aspirations to get much bigger still, which was what the uh, recent announcement is all about. Um, but what we do is we own communication satellites. Today, we've got about 15 of them. They're in geostationary orbit, which means they're about 36,000 kilometers out there in space. They're big satellites. They cost typically between $250 million, $500 million US. And we use them um, for uh, communication services all over the world. So here in Canada, if you're watching Bell TV uh, on satellite, if you're a Star Choice subscriber, the, all of those video signals are, are being distributed on our satellites, all those little dishes you see on people's cottages and homes and whatnot. And then we provide, again, I'll just stick with Canada, uh, all of the communications uh, capability for places like Nunavut, other remote uh, and rural places in Canada. We provide broadband connectivity to commercial uh, airliners, to the cruise ship industry, companies like Carnival, Royal Caribbean. So, so that's what we do today. Um, 
About half of it is video distribution, these direct-to-home satellite services like Bell TV, like the Dish Network in the United States. But as you can imagine, increasingly, our business is all about providing broadband connectivity. Uh, that's been a growing part of our business. Those are the sorts of services that we provide the cruise ships and the airlines and remote users in Canada and Indonesia and throughout Latin America and Africa. And that's what this low Earth orbit satellite constellation is all about, so providing really high quality broadband connectivity. Absolutely. And uh, Dan, bring us up to speed here on this giant deal that was just announced with MDA. So you, so Telesat has entered into a contract, as I understand it, of worth about $3.5 billion uh, US with MDA to... So we are launching uh, a constellation of very advanced, very uh, high-performing, low-Earth orbit satellites. They will allow us to bring terabits and terabits of high-quality, secure, affordable broadband connectivity everywhere on Earth. And when I mean everywhere on Earth, I mean including the North Pole, including the South Pole, um, everywhere, and including, of course, all of Canada. Um, and so this contract, and what we said, and we announced this just last week, a week ago today, actually, um, the total program cost, we're going to launch 198 of these satellites. And by the way, they're, they're all able to talk to each other in space uh, using optical lasers. So it's like a big space-based mesh IP network. Um, the whole program is about 4.3 billion US dollars to launch. So to build, launch, uh, and then operate these uh, 198 satellites. And, and MDA, the contract that we gave MDA, uh, another great Canadian space company, that's valued at about 2.1 billion Canadian, about 1.7 billion US. Okay. So they'll build the satellites for us. And then wow. we're paying other companies to, to launch them. Fascinating. And uh, this is a big announcement for Telesat, Dan, because uh, you were able to uh, fully finance this deal, if I can put it that way, because there were some, maybe we'll call them cost savings in, in coming to MDA as the provider. There were dramatic cost savings. You know, we, um, we had announced about four years ago that we were going to build this constellation with another prime contractor, a French Italian aerospace company called Talus. Now MDA was part of that contract too. MDA was building the antennas that would go on the satellites and they were actually going to assemble all of those satellites in their facility in Montreal. Um, and we were on that path and we were on that path for a while. Uh, and then COVID came along. And when COVID came along, the uh, we had supply chain issues. We had massive inflation and cost increases. And Talos, almost exactly two years ago, contacted us to say, we can't meet your schedule anymore and we can't meet your price. Um, and that was a setback. Uh, and it took us some time to uh, reformulate our plans. At one point, we were focused on just raising the incremental money that we needed to fund the Talus approach. 
And we have been making progress speaking to investors about doing just that. Um, but in parallel, and I should say kind of quietly, our engineering team was also working in a very focused, kind of feverish way to see if there was a better path, if we could uh, find a better, more cost-efficient, frankly, more technologically advanced way to deploy this constellation, bring the same amount of capacity and capability to the market with the same schedule, I should say, because we want to get out there sooner than later, um, but to do it in a much more cost-efficient way. And, you know, God love them. Uh, we did it. And, and that's what the announcement was last week. We pivoted away from working with Talus. We're working with MDA. It's a more, I'll call it state-of-the-art uh, technical solution that we're bringing to the market. It is saving us, and we've talked about this publicly, over $2 billion, U.S. dollars uh, in, in CapEx, so a significant savings. Because we've saved $2 billion in CapEx, it means the whole funding cost of the program is reduced significantly, which means we need to borrow less money, which means that our financing expenses, which were considerable on a multi-billion dollar project, are also meaningfully reduced. So it's just an absolute home run. Um, and put this into context, Dan, a little bit. As we said, uh, uh, Telesat's been around for you know, 54, 55 years. How big of a pivot is this for Telesat? How big is this news kind of if you, if you zoom out in terms of your corporate history? I think it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Uh, it's, it's far and away uh, the biggest project that we've ever undertaken in our more than half century history. And, and, and I got to say, we've had some big projects before. If I just think about the assets in space right now, you know, that probably costs collectively, you know, I said 15 satellites, you know, that alone is $4 billion in the aggregate. But that was kind of one by one, build a satellite, we launch it, generate cash and, and the like. This is the biggest single project ever undertaken in our 54-year history. I'd also say it's the biggest space project in Canada's history. Um, so it it's... It's a big undertaking. Um, it will be transformative uh, for Telesat. It, it is transformative for MDA. It's the biggest contract MDA's ever had in there. I think they've been around for 50 years or so as well. Biggest contract in their history. Um, and, and it will support you know, the futures, not just of Telesat and MDA, but really the whole Canadian uh, space ecosystem. And, and other parts, like we're cloud services are going to be a big part of our future. We're working with a number of Canadian companies to support us on our cloud architecture. We're going to be working with other Canadian companies on a whole host of other elements around this great big global broadband network that, that we're bringing to market. Let's talk timing a little bit for a minute, Dan. So, um, you know, Wow. Um, the pandemic threw a curve at a lot of people, and and in terms of your initial vision of uh, low Earth orbit, it really threw a curve in uh, in the system here. But uh, what what are we looking at from a timing perspective to get these satellites built and then up in the sky? Yeah, so I'll I'll 
go from the very end kind of uh, to today. So uh, we anticipate we'll have full global service uh, by the end of 2027. We'll start launching these satellites uh, mid-2026. And then, you know, in order to do that, uh, we've got to scale up, staff up, ramp up now. Um, so we announced this contract, you know, last Friday, a week ago today. And I think, you know, this week already, we've uh, authorized 120 new, and this is just our technical team, 120 new heads that we want to bring online here in Ottawa by the end of the year. And today we've got about, you know, 300 people in our Ottawa headquarters today. So we are talking about in order to hit that timeline, launching mid-2026, full global service 2027, it's full-on pedal to the metal today. Um, and you'll see it. We're expanding our headquarters here. We're going to build a big technical facility across the river in Gatineau. We'll have a network operations center there. We'll have our labs over there. We'll have a cybersecurity center over there. We're going to be hiring hundreds of people. And it's already started. Wow. No no time to waste uh, is is what I'm sending. We are, we are in a space race. Um, we got a great opportunity here. Um, we were delayed because of COVID. And now we got to, you know, focus, execute make up for some lost time. And um, yeah, we're just super pumped. Dan, I've got a few more questions to ask you, but before we do, we're just going to put our conversation on pause here for a second to recognize the sponsor of this episode, University of Ottawa Engineering Department. One of the resources that many local tech firms are turning to is the University of Ottawa's Faculty of Engineering, which is one of the supporters of Techopia Live. And there's an opportunity for local companies to solve technical challenges through research partnerships at the University of Ottawa. The faculty's researchers are focused on applying their expertise to tackle real world problems and are keen to work with businesses to bring these solutions to market. So these collaborations can unlock funding opportunities as well as lead to grants for hiring PhD students. Companies can also access labs, specific equipment and gain access to world leading researchers. And you can learn more about the opportunities available to local firms at engineering.uottawa.ca. And we're speaking with Dan Goldberg. That was a very timely advertisement. Yes. <laughs> we're hiring just... a lot of engineers. We have a lot of internship opportunities here at Telesat. Yeah. Uh, summer internships straight through the full year. We do a lot of co-ops uh, with Canadian universities, including the University of Ottawa. Um, so that that was very timely. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, we we planned it a little bit like that, but it, you stole the words right out of my mouth there, Dan. I was going to say, yeah, I bet there's uh, some U of O engineering students going to be knocking on your door pretty soon. There, I hope so. So, listen, I want to uh, explore this relationship with MDA a little bit. Uh, people might not recognize uh, MDA here in Ottawa, but certainly, my gosh, they've got this incredible history like uh, like Telesat does. And in fact, this is kind of an evolution of the company that built. Canadarm. <laughs> yeah, so, that's exactly right. So I just wanted to be put our patriotic hat, hot hats on here for a second, uh, Dan. You must be really pleased that you found uh, a major contractor right here in our own country. 
Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. We are. Um, and, and I've said this um, a few times in talking about our decision to go with MDA. Um, it's really nice that they're Canadian. It's great that they're Canadian. Um, it's not why we picked them. No. Nope. Um, um, they are a world-class uh, space company. They, they build satellites, they build, you know, space robotics and the Canada arm is probably the most visible example of that. They, build satellites for environmental monitoring. Importantly, um, they've been investing a lot in their technology roadmap, which was really kind of the key enabler to the breakthrough that we had with our Lightspeed constellation. Um, they won a really important contract early last year, and Apple is the underlying customer. They're building a smaller constellation of low Earth orbit satellites so that um, those of us that have Apple uh, handsets will be able to make emergency calls directly from the handset to a satellite for really emergency communications. And MDA is building that constellation of satellites. So they are world-class. We had always been relying upon them to build the antennas of our low Earth orbit satellite constellation. Now they're going to be the prime contractor for the, for the whole satellite. That's quite fascinating. And, and, um, and it's handy that they're here in Canada. Yeah. Um, right. They're they're only about an hour and a half down the road. It makes it easier for our engineering teams to collaborate. And there's a lot of collaboration there. So so we're thrilled to have them. It's great that they're Canadian, um, but it's almost a, a coincidence that they are. Yeah, I pick up on that point too. That that you pick the best technology, and you didn't uh, you didn't have to make a sacrifice by picking a Canadian. Uh, company. Um, uh, yeah, not at all. And we'll start wrapping up here in a few minutes, Dan, but I want to make sure people understand the impact from uh, maybe the people that will benefit from this. So, you know, I got a good sense of who your existing customers are with your, maybe I'll call it non-low Earth orbit satellite customers. So your non-LEO customers, who, who, how will people concretely, maybe I'll even say, how will Canadians concretely benefit from this new leo constellation yeah i mean in in myriad ways first off um broadband connectivity will get a whole lot better in the parts of the country where it's lacking today and when i say lacking where, where it either doesn't exist or it exists but it's it's not really broadband and so that will be true um if you're you know working uh, in a rural or remote location anywhere in Canada. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what territory, what province, whether you're on a coast, on a mountain, just anywhere, you will get a dramatically better broadband experience. Um, but it's also true for mobile phones. What's going to happen is the towers on the edge of the mobile network operators' networks that, you know, we all rely on, uh, when we're using our phones in rural and remote areas, most of them, it's just kind of a narrow band signal that they're giving us. We'll put an antenna on remote towers and all of a sudden, rather than just a little skinny broadband pipe, they'll have a gusher of a pipe. And so wow. the, the quality of the service that we get is going to dramatically improve everywhere in Canada. And then beyond that, we'll be supporting Canadian businesses and enterprises, the energy market, 
Uh, if you're flying in a plane, you know, Air Canada, WestJet or whatnot, they're one of our customers. Your the, the broadband connectivity you're going to get from your passenger seat will be dramatically different. For our government here, for first responders, for the armed forces who have big coastlines that they need to monitor and protect, for national security applications, forest fires that have been leaving, sadly burning up terrestrial communications facilities. These remote communities are cut off. We can fix that in a nanosecond. And so so there's so many ways that we'll be improving the lives of Canadians, improving the efficiency of Canadian businesses, improving safety and security, doing that throughout all of Canada, but doing it all over the world. This is a global constellation. That's great. Um, listen, Dan, we're going to wrap up now. Before we do, though, um, I want to pause uh, for a second and get you to answer our building a better working world uh, question. So here is our segment from EY. Yeah, well, tell us that we're building a better world by investing multiple billions of dollars in this global high throughput broadband network that will allow all of us to go anywhere in the world and be able to work as if we were in our office. Uh, so that is being able to do Teams calls anywhere. It's being able to access your, your uh, business's network no matter where you are doing all that in a secure way, in a reliable way, and in a way that gives you the kind of broadband experience that you need so that you can carry on your business as if you're at your desk and at your office or if you're working from home. So the way people are working today, you need reliable broadband connectivity everywhere. It's not everywhere today. We're going to solve that problem. Absolutely. Uh, there's no question in my mind, Dan, that results in a better working world. Dan, I want to thank you so much. Uh, it's been a, uh, I can't even imagine how busy of a summer it's been. And I got the message loud and clear. Now that the MDA uh, deal is done, it's pedal to the metal at Telesat to, to get this Leo Constellation up and going. So thank you for spending some time uh, with us. We're thrilled, Dan, to see the local economic impact. I think you did a great job of outlining that. And I want to wish you and your team at Telesat good luck with this very complex, very big project. Well, Michael, thanks so much. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to come on and speak about what we're doing here. And um, you guys do great work and you shine a spotlight on companies like ours. We really appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you, Dan. Have a great uh, rest of the day. You that well. was uh, Dan Goldberg, the CEO of Telesat. Wonderful to have him with us here today and very excited uh, by this big news. As I said, maybe the headline, the business, local business headline of the summer. Before we wrap up today, let's take a look at some of the other companies that champion our Techopia project. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as EY, Building a Better Working World. 
Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies. Pearlie Robertson Hill and McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law. TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies. The University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. And isn't that exciting news from Telesat? You know, when I think about the local technology scene, by the way, I sometimes think we skip. We don't always keep Telesat kind of front of mind. But uh, this interview is just a reminder of the ongoing impact. Think about this. 54 years in the running, Telesat has uh, had a big impact here in terms of telecom and other industries and a big economic impact, as Dan said, uh, just making that uh, reference to U of O engineering students and other uh, aerospace uh, students from the city that will be uh, employed, certainly by Telesat, as they uh, build this Leo constellation. Listen, uh, we're almost ready to, to wrap up here at Techopia Live, but I just want to bring to your attention, hey, we've got a great technology magazine. We launched it earlier this year. Uh, has all sorts of uh, information uh, uh, based on the history of Ottawa Tech, kind of the next generation of companies that are on that move. We take a look at the past, present, and future of technology, some of the flagship companies, and look at some of the issues. And by the way, if you're looking for a digital copy of that magazine, what I'd recommend is go to techopiaeyinsights.ca, techopiaeyinsights.ca. And of course, you can uh, stay tuned to obj.ca, our, our website, and there's tech news on almost a daily basis, sometimes couple times a day, depending on the news cycle. Uh, so certainly join us up there. Uh, you can also sign up for our weekly email newsletter. Again, just go to obj.ca, look for the sign up box. There's one on the right, one at the bottom, put your email uh, address in and uh, Bob's your uncle. You'll be signed up to that email newsletter. So listen, uh, that's all the time we have for today. Let's keep building Ottawa's technology utopia. That's Techopia. See you soon. Cheers. <laughs>